What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. Today, I am so excited, beyond excited for my dad because he is celebrating his 400th episode. So here he is, the host of the Amazing Seller Podcast, Scott Volker. Enjoy the show. Perfect. Perfect. Not bad, right, guys? Not bad. So that was my nine-year-old helping me out with this awesome celebration of episode 400. And I am just blown away that uh, we have reached 400 episodes and there has been a lot that I've learned through uh, through interviews and and just building the business and just being in the trenches still and you know just learning every single day and I've learned a ton from the TAS audience and that is you and I just want to again say thank you thank you thank you for allowing me to continue to broadcast to continue to reach more people and uh, what I want to do in today's episode really is I want to give you some takeaways and actually I've kind of like outlined these so I kind of have a little bit of a bullet point list but this is going to be an episode where I'm going to take you through those nine, there's actually nine of them, and I'm also going to also highlight some of the past episodes that I think are a must listen, and there's more than I can list here, but I picked the ones that were kind of like the best in my mind right now for a lot of different areas of business, whether you're just getting started, whether you're launching, or whether you're looking at new launch strategies, whether you're looking at like family and business like balance, like I've done so much in these past uh, couple of years that now with these 400 episodes, I get to look back and see exactly what I feel like is like the most beneficial for all of us moving forward. Because the one thing I've learned in business and in life is really mindset and it's huge. And I'm not going to go all into mindset today, but I do think it's a huge, huge part of being successful. But what I want to really do today is give you a little bit of like my takeaways and I've got nine of them for you. And I'm calling these like nine takeaways of what it takes to be successful. And these are all the lessons that I've learned from doing 400 episodes now. And also I don't usually go out there and talk about like my downloads and and all of that stuff for the podcast and, and all of that. But uh, you know, it was funny, I was talking to Chris Schaefer the other day, and he's like, you know, why? Why aren't you letting people know? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't want to seem like I'm bragging, or I don't want to just throw numbers out there, I'm just, I'm not I'm not the type of person, but it does also show you the impact that we're making, and uh, so I'm going to throw that number out there, because I do have a goal also in mind, and you know, I didn't know what was good when starting a podcast, so I didn't really understand like what were good numbers. I just wanted to go out there and reach people, and whether I'm reaching you know one person or thousands of people, I'm still going to come here and give you everything I have, but when I was looking at these numbers, it did make me think for a second, and I was like, wow, like we are reaching a lot of people, and after 400 episodes, People are still tuning in, so that's a good sign. So yeah, I'm proud to announce that uh, we have just crossed the 8 million download mark. And for a podcast that isn't even fully three years old yet, and uh, actually by the time this is three years, it will be February of this year, 2018, um, I'm looking to get to 10 million downloads, and we're on pace to do that, so maybe we'll do more. But uh, that is my goal, because I want to reach more people. And I want you guys to help me reach more people. So this is where I'm going to lean on you a little bit and say, if you've received any type of value from this, then I want you to share this with other people. 
and maybe subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Some of you just download it from the website and that's fine, but if you subscribe, it also shows iTunes that we are a podcast worth listening and then other people find it. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. That would be awesome if you would do that or or maybe leave a review, um, feedback, or just email me. Um, That would be cool as well. The other thing I'm going to do here also as a way to celebrate is I am going to give away two, that's right, two 30-minute coaching calls with me, and I'm also going to get Chris Schaefer on with me. He doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to get him on with us, and we are going to do two 30-minute coaching calls for two people, all right? So we will jump on, and these are valued at least at $500 each. Um, So we are going to uh, give two winners, and all you have to do, and I've done this in the past, and I'm going to do it again, is go to theamazingseller.com forward slash story, okay, so S-T-O-R-Y, theamazingseller.com forward slash story, and what I want you to do is I want you to do two things, okay, and this is all you have to do to be eligible and to be possibly awarded one of those prizes is just go to that link, it's going to go to a Facebook post, and from there, all you're going to do is put in, number one, how long you've been a podcast listener, okay, so that's it, just say, you know, I've been listening to the podcast for a year and a half now, And then number two, tell me one thing that you have taken away after listening to the podcast or since listening to the podcast. So basically, number one, how long have you been a listener? And number two, what has one thing done for you from listening to the podcast? Okay, and you know you might have to whittle it down, or if you want to elaborate, you can elaborate. But then what we're going to do is we're going to go through and we are going to award a winner. Now, I'm going to give it a little bit of time because the podcast airs, and then it takes time for people to go over there, and then also people on Facebook are going to see it. So I'm going to give it a couple of weeks, all right, and then I will go ahead and I will announce the winner. Now, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can still go over there and put in your in your uh, your one and two, okay, because I want to still hear Uh, from you, okay, and I will be going over there and reading those and probably commenting on those, so definitely go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash story, okay, so theamazingseller.com forward slash story, and that's it, all right, and I'm super excited to do that, so definitely go over and do that as soon as you can, not while you're driving, of course, but, you know, when you get a free minute, make sure you do that for me, okay, I'd really, really love to hear from you, all right, so, What I'm going to do here is I am going to start diving into these nine takeaways, okay, of what it takes to be successful after I've done 400 episodes with some amazing guests, all right? So let's just dig in. Number one, okay, and this is a a pretty simple one, but a lot of people just don't do it, all right? Number one, everyone that I've interviewed that have had any type of success, whether it's selling $100 worth of stuff or selling $100,000 worth of stuff, they did one important thing. They just started. Just start. Wherever you are, you need to start. If you are looking to expand your business, just start. Sometimes we, we start, we start to get some success, and we don't continue to start the next phase. All right. Some people think, well, Scott, I started and I'm doing good. I've got a good friend of mine right now that uh, is doing awesome with two products and he's kind of gotten comfortable, you know, selling 150 units a day. Right. So my suggestion to him is, well, we have to just start the next phase, which is more products or maybe expanding the brand. All right. So number one, biggest sticking point for a lot of people is just starting. Since we've done our 1K fast track, which if you guys are brand new, you don't know what that is. It's basically a retail arbitrage course 
where I have my good friend, Dom Sugar, who's a retail arm expert, ninja, if you will, and uh, we've taken classes through that where they can get started without having to worry about sourcing a product necessarily from China or another country where they can just go into their local store and do a little bit of retail arbitrage, okay, where they buy something low and they sell it high. All right, but a lot of people start doing retail arbitrage. So if you're stuck, that's where you probably want to start right there. Okay, but and I'm actually going to get a T-shirt printed that just says hashtag just start because so many people don't start. Same thing with exercise. You have to just start. Same thing with dieting. You have to just start. If you don't start, you won't start to see those results. Right. You won't even with the results that you see, they may not be exactly what you want, but it's going to give you a result that you have to then ask the question, what now? Or what next? And then you're going to be able to go ahead and say, this is what I have to do next. So then you reevaluate. But if you don't start, you can't do that. So that's a big one, guys. So you might want to write that one down. Hashtag just start. Write it down somewhere. Post it up on your computer screen. Maybe put it in your car. Maybe in the maybe in the cabinet every, every morning when you go in there and you get a glass of water or something and you see it. Just start, right? Like just start. That's a big one. Everyone that I interviewed have all started. And they continue to just start, okay, at different phases of their business. Number two, let's get into number two. You need to have real expectations, okay? I have people that say, Scott, I want to start this business and I want to I quit my job in three months. That's not a real expectation, okay? That's like getting rich quick type scheme thing out there, right? That, that everyone is, is kind of, not everyone, but there's a lot of people out there, scammy marketers out there doing that type of stuff. Oh, just follow this system. And in, you know, in 30 days, you know, money will be pouring into your bank account. You've probably heard of those, of those, uh, commercials or those, uh, ads, or even just people just, you know, out there on social media talking about this stuff. It's not there. Number one. Okay. That's just not a real expectation. All right. It's just, it's not a real thing in my world. And I don't think it's yours either. I think we all would hope for that. It's almost like winning the lottery. Like, you know, your chances are really, really low, but you're just hoping and hoping and praying. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to be strategic about it. I want to know that if I put, you know, my, if I, if I look at the expectations that I'm, that I'm thinking about, because I've created a plan that can get me there. And again, another little tip that, uh, actually Rick Mulready, who I just had on the podcast not that long ago, even in just the Facebook ad space or anything that you're doing, you need to start with the end goal in mind or the, the target, and then you need to reverse back to what it's going to take to do that. So with launching a product, obviously we have to start with product research, right? And then from there, we have to go to sourcing. And then from there, we got to do a pre-launch. And then from there, we got to do a launch. And then from there, we've got to do promotions, right? And then we've got to you know, do all of the things in between, but we have to reverse it back. Uh, I always talk about getting to $100 a day, right, in profit. Well, how do we do that? Well, I created something called the 10 by 10 by 1. Well, 10 by 10 by 1 is 10 products a day that you sell at $10 profit each for one product is 100 bucks a day. See how I reversed back what we actually need? I didn't say I want to make $3,000 a month, but that's in reality what it is. Okay, so real expectations is big. Don't think that you're going to be able to do something today and you're going to instantly get results tomorrow. You're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Have real expectations, and that's a big one, okay? And now, I'm not saying that you can't have little mini mini sprint goals. I've talked about that in the past too, right? Have these little 90-minute goals where you're like, I started from here, and I got to here. That's that's success, right? Or for that section, right? That's why retail arbitrage for us in our, in our little 1K fast track, we have a five-week little stretch goal, right? Or a little, you know, sprint goal, whatever you want to call it, right? So what we do 
is we, we map it out and then in five weeks we say we want to be able to get to $1,000 a month, okay? So it's kind of like we designed this thing to actually follow through and, and get those results, all right? So real expectations, big one. Number three, just-in-time learning. I learned this from uh, my good friend Pat Flynn who I had on the podcast, which I was a huge fan of his, still am, but before I even got into podcasting. So again, going back to my, like my whole journey and everything, it's like when I was you know, in the online space and pretty successful, I mean, not to you know pat myself on the back or anything, but I mean, I was doing six figures a year, you know, profit, uh, you know, creating a nice little income for my family and I uh, through online marketing, through our photography products and stuff, right? So, but I was following Pat Flynn for the long time, really just admiring what he was doing, but then also kind of like modeling what he was doing, but then also just you know, I could totally relate to him, you know? So anyway, that's a little side note. And I think a lot of you that are listening might be listeners because you relate to me and my story. And that is, I'm not, you know, this guy that's, you know, been to college for six years and, you know, I've got all these degrees and that's just not me, right? And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. If that is you, that's just not me. So I'm attracting those people. But I was attracted to Pat because he was just down to earth family guy and he wanted to do things right, you know, by his audience. He didn't want to go out there and just make money because he could. He wanted to deliver value and serve people. And actually on my desk right here, you can't see it, but uh, I have a a sticker that I got from him. um, And that's his, that's kind of like his saying now is serve first. So I have that right on my desk. I see it every single day. Uh, talking about the post-it note, that's that's there. So I'm serving you um, every single day. And, I, and that's all I think about. The, the money will follow. I know that. You guys know I have a resources page. You can go there. You can support me by, by purchasing one of those products if you are interested in those products. But I'm representing those brands because I know those brands. And that's how you would support me. But I don't push you there right? If you want to go there, you can, and you can buy me a cup of coffee, but that's, I've always put that out there. And that, that, that's Pat Flynn. But anyway, Pat Flynn uh, mentioned just-in-time learning back in the day. I heard him talk about that. He learned that from someone else. And what that basically means is you want to learn what you need to learn right now. Like we can all get you know excited about the shiny objects, right? We can go and go, oh wow, look at this new Pinterest thing, or oh cool, this new Instagram thing, or oh, and don't get me wrong, I fall into this trap a lot myself, right? It's like cool, I should be over here, ooh, I guess I should be over there, right? There's all these different things, but in reality, when we get down to it, we gotta focus on the things that are going to move the needle right now, right? So if right now all you are stuck on and you're working on is picking a product, you need to stay there until you're ready to move on to the sourcing side. Then the sourcing things can start to be your main focus. And then the pre-launch and building of the list and all of that stuff, right? But right now, if you're just picking the product, I don't want you to start thinking about building a list yet. You're not there yet, right? Just in time learning, okay? One chunk at a time, okay? One bite at a time, all right? Number four, you need to actually launch a product, all right, now this could be retail arbitrage, this could be AliExpress model, which by the way, I just uh, I just actually received an email from a kid, actually a kid, I say kid because he's about my son's age, maybe a little bit older, and he did the AliExpress, you know, the $500 challenge in a sense, and uh, he, it was pretty successful. Um, now he's dealing with some hijackers and stuff, so we kind of worked through that, but he validated it, it worked, and it, and uh, now he's going to be private labeling that product and, and ordering more. But again, he started, but, and I kind of went back to number one, just start, right? But he actually launched. So getting started is like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. What's my first move? 
but he actually did this. And, um, and if you actually launch a product, you are going to learn so much. And if you understand that, even if that product isn't a full out success, it's maybe a base hit. Maybe it's just a bunt. Maybe you moved a runner over from first to second. I always use the baseball analogy. And if you guys are not baseball fans, then I'm sorry. Uh, but it basically just means that I sacrificed a product to learn. In baseball, I sacrificed my at bat to move a runner over from first to second or from second to third. Okay, it's the same difference. But if I actually launch a product, I will learn. I am forced to learn. Okay, I am forced to learn. That doesn't mean you got to go buy a thousand units to test this. It could be 300 units, it could be 100 units. But you have to actually launch a product to, to actually learn. Okay, you have to. Number five, no excuses. Just, just no excuses. I hear so many people, Scott, isn't it too hard now on Amazon? Isn't it too saturated on Amazon? Oh, Amazon's, they're just choking me with all of these different updates and, you know, terms of service updates and, and all of these things. And now we can't do reviews. And, and, and it's like everything to me is like an excuse because it's not easy, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like, If you thought to yourself that all you're doing is building a business on Amazon, I'm sorry that I didn't convey to you, which I believe I did, but I'm sorry if I didn't convey to you that that shouldn't be your ultimate thing, right? You should be thinking about building your own list and driving your own traffic and, and, uh, and you should be thinking about having your own website and and collecting sales on that website or, or using eBay, uh, or maybe Etsy. Like you should be thinking about those other things other than just that you have a product now, even though it's selling on Amazon right now, you have other things you can do with that product and you, your market is not just on Amazon. Okay. So, so to me, when people are doing this stuff, it, it kind of drives me a little crazy because to me, it's an excuse. It's an excuse to say, you know what? This business thing is just, it's not, it's not that easy. I'm not going to do it. So now you're going to move on to something else. And guess what? That something else is going to have similar problems. Maybe it's not these, but it's going to be something else. And I always use brick and mortar. I use a brick and mortar business. I have a friend right now. They own a micro, uh, is it a microbrewery pub? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's an ale type of an ale house where they, they basically have a pub, okay? And they're a little, little you know, little bar, okay? And they're, they're doing good. But guess what? About two blocks down, new competitor came in. Now, what's going to happen? Some of their, some of their uh, uh, customers are going to go down there and try it. They're just going to. Some aren't. Some are going to stay loyal, but some are going to go down there. And guess what? That means they're going to lose some of their income. Okay? So now what are they going to do? They're going to have to try to recreate themselves. They're going to have to recreate something else that that place doesn't offer. Right? So it's constant. We, we always have to be evolving. We always have to be willing to pivot. All right? So no excuses. There, there, there's just no excuses. Just commit to you're going to build a business with products that serve a market, period. Amazon just happens to be a channel that we're going to be tapping into, okay? But you have to adapt to the market. All right, so let's move on to number six. Know when to move on. Know when to give up on that product and just liquidate it. And I've always said this, if you're not looking at your numbers to where you have enough built in that you could liquidate it at cost and get out from under it, then you're not doing it right. You have to, you can't, I, I've seen people do this too, it's another mistake, Okay, where people will, they'll estimate the costs and then once they finally get the product, the costs are way off. And I'm not quite sure how that happens because you didn't do your homework. 
all right? You need to know all those hard costs. Now, here's the other side of this, though. You might be saying, I'm going to land this thing for $5, and I'm going to be paying $2 of that to airship it in because it's my first order and I want to get it to market. Then, yes, in the future, if you get uh, your shipping reduced, maybe you go by C and maybe you reduce it by a dollar, you are going to put a dollar extra in your pocket. Yes, that's going to happen. Okay, but I'm saying when you get your margin so tight that you have no room, you have to ask yourself this. If I was to have to liquidate this item and I had to sell it for five dollars plus my Amazon fees at nine dollars, is that going to be like half price compared to everyone else of what they're selling? If everyone else is selling it for 19, am I going to be able to liquidate that? If the answer is yes, then you're going to be okay. All right. But you need to know when to move on. And I get a lot of people say, well, Scott, when is that time? Well, sometimes it just happens because you might pivot into another market, but I think if you start to see that the competition is just in there and you're not going to be widening out that brand, you're just going to be going into that one specific product, that might be the time, okay? If you're doing like an open brand concept that we've talked about before, you know, where you have multiple types of products under one brand, that might be a product you just say, you know what, I'm going to liquidate this one, I'm not going to reorder it, done, Like, we've already done that in our new brand, which is specific to a market, but there's like two products out of like 10 that we're going to probably kill. We're going to probably say, you know what? Man, we're not going to reorder them. It was a good starter product, but it's just, it's not worth us doing it. Other people are starting to come in. It was an easier product because we wanted to get something to market. We did. It sold. We didn't lose any money. We actually made some money, but we're going to, we're just going to, we're not going to reorder it. So that's, you have to be willing to do that. Okay. And a lot of people that I've interviewed that have had success have done this. They've they've launched three products and and their fourth one is the one that actually took off and then they built from that. All right? So number 6 is know when to move on from a product. Okay? Number 7, launch more products around a niche or niche, however uh, we want to pronounce it today. I know people are from all over the world and everybody pronounces it a little bit different. Um, but basically a market, okay? If you get a product that is doing well, then you should probably add other products to the mix. And I'm going to give you an example again, going back to my one, one of my friends that um, I helped in the very beginning. He's doing very well with two SKUs right now. And I'm saying very well, selling over 150 units a day uh, at about a $20 to a $25 price point. So you can do the math on that, you know, just kind of coasting along, right? He's got like 30,000 sessions going to those two listings every single month. So right away, I jump in and I'm like, we need to launch another product under this brand because you already have traffic and we can do like uh, get 25% off of this when you buy this. We can do that right below in the promotions tab now, right below the price, which is kind of cool. And we can, you know, we can play with that, right? But if you just stay with those one or two products, you're going to be, number one, it's risky. Because if that product, if something happens, it gets suppressed or it gets taken down or maybe you get, you know, intellectual property claim, whatever, right? It's gone. You have nothing else to stand on. So that's that's rule number one there. We want to launch more products to protect ourselves from that. But also we can start to build momentum in that market and we can start to dominate that market once we have more SKUs. We actually talk about this even in the retail ARB world where uh, in our 1K Fast Track, like we tell all of our students, you want to launch across multiple multiple brands, multiple SKUs because it gives you a better chance of staying consistent because you have more SKUs out there, right? It makes sense. We have more seeds that we planted in a sense, okay? But in this case, when we're talking, you know, market specific, that's huge, okay? That is huge 
because now one person that buys product A could also buy B, C, D, and E, right? And then someone that buys uh, product D could also get introduced to product, you know, A, okay? So that's how that can work. And the brands that are really crushing are the ones that focus on a market and they, they launch multiple products, okay? And that leads me into number eight, build a brand. I love the open brand concept, okay? But I love the open brand to test markets, Okay, and what I mean by this, if you guys haven't heard us talk about this, the open brand concept basically means we can, we can start a brand that could be like XYZ products, okay, or XYZ deals or XYZ wholesale, whatever you want to call it, okay, and under that main brand, that seller's account, I can launch a kitchen brand, I can launch a sport, sporting and outdoors brand, I could do... Uh, uh, fishing brand, like I could do all these sub brands off of the main brand. And what this allows me to do is if I see something that I think that I could bring to market and that I could start to sell, then I can go ahead and I can experiment and I can, and I can, I can test that. And then if it starts to get legs, I can then build a brand around that. Okay. That's how the open brand can. And I always tell people that are, that are stuck there. I don't know if what kind of market I would want to do, do the open brand then. Because this way you can test, you can sample a lot faster, and then you can start doubling down on the, on the, uh, on the market that starts to see a little bit of growth, all right? But the, the, the people and, and the, the sellers that build brands I've seen, number one, are more successful generally, not always, but generally, and number two, they have a better chance of when they sell or if they sell that brand, they're going to get more money for it a lot more money because they're going to have brand presence. They're going to have multiple products that are all linked together. They're going to have an email list. They're going to have a website. They're going to have their own e-commerce sales. Like all of that stuff adds up when you are going to sell your pro- or sell your uh, your brand, okay? So brand is building a brand is is actually pretty big. But again, I wouldn't say start there maybe. Maybe you're you're not ready to start there. Again, kind of going back to just start where you are right now and you can build from there. And you may, you may start something today and it may work for a little while and then you may get another idea for a brand or a partnership and then that starts. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. I've got a new brand that I started about just about six months ago, I think now, and I've got a partner in that and Chris and I are working together in that and it's doing really well, but I didn't plan on that two years ago. It just kind of happened through me learning more about this business model, me having also my background in, you know, building online stuff, right? So I brought that to the table. And as you're learning through this, you're building an asset yourself. You are the asset because there's going to be people that come to you in your world that might not understand this. And then you're going to be like, I understand this, but you have product or maybe you're going to be a consultant. And you're going to help them. I had one guy that said he launched three products. He just about gave up. And then he went ahead and he, for I don't know how it happened, but he met this company or this guy that ran a company. They had no online presence as far as like Amazon or any e-commerce stuff. And he went ahead and started to work with those people. And now he's doing really, really well as a consultant for those people. And he doesn't have to actually own the business, but he's actually getting money from the business for helping them grow the e-commerce side of the business. So again, you're learning through this process, you're building an asset, you are the asset now, okay? You probably know 90% more, probably more than most people out there on Amazon or e-commerce for that matter, okay? Sometimes people say, Scott, what are you doing? E-commerce, what's that mean, right? Like they don't even know what that means, okay? Imagine throwing FBA into the mix or private label, 
okay? We just talk it every day, so we think that everyone knows it, all right? So you are an asset, trust me. And number nine is, and you probably know what this one's gonna be, is build an email list and a social following. When you get to this point, this is when it can get really exciting, especially if you are building the brand, because now you start to have people that are supporting your brand, they're mentioning your brand. Um, If you have someone that's the front of the brand, which we have in this new brand, they start to be, uh, you know, people start to become fans of that person that's behind the brand or just the brand itself because it's cool. Um, I actually interviewed uh, a guy that uh, actually started uh, Death Wish Coffee. I'm actually going to be having him on. I actually haven't aired it yet, but it's recorded. Um, and a funny story about him, he lived uh, near me uh, in New York, probably about 15 minutes away. I didn't even know it um, until uh, after I heard that he was big. Uh, so anyway, but I mean, he built this huge cult-like following around uh, coffee, Death Wish Coffee, like just like, you know, more rugged, you know, type of brand. Okay, but it's it's coffee, you know, it's the same thing, but he's got a really strong presence now. Um, actually, he did a deal with Zach Wild from Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know if you guys know him. I do. I'm a guitar player, but Zach Wild, I've followed him for years. Uh, but uh, yeah, he did a deal. He, he made a special blend for him and now he's promoting like crazy. Okay, just crazy. Um, so anyway, building an email list and a social following will, will totally help drive the brand. But also, even if you just simplify that and say, I'm just going to build an email list so I can launch my products to or bump sales or even just the social following aspect of it. That's basically what you're doing anyway. You're, you're building a list there. That right there is going to give you so much leverage over top of, of your competition. Cause I, I, I would say probably, and I'm not going to get percentages, but there's a lot of people out there that are not doing this. They either think it's too complicated or they don't think it's worth it, or they think email's dead. That's another one. Scott, isn't email dead? No, no, it's not actually. You guys probably are on my email list, and you get an email from me every Friday, and you open it, and you read it, and it's a way for me to get in touch with you and engage with you and serve you more, right, and also lead you over to other things that I think are valuable, right? The same thing goes when you're building that email list in your market. If I'm building an email list in the fishing market, well, I'm going to send them maybe a weekly Here's what I caught this week and here's how I caught it. And you're going to want to know that because you're into fishing. It's the same deal. Okay. So email list and social followings, uh, Facebook, uh, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, um, you can tap into all that stuff. But again, going back to kind of like just in time learning, if you're not there yet, don't worry about building the email list yet. Or don't worry about building the email list, doing a social following, doing a YouTube channel, doing an Instagram channel. Don't do that. Pick one, do it, learn it. Okay, so that's nine, all right? That's my nine big takeaways, and I could probably add another nine in there, but these are the big ones, all right? So just start, real expectations, just-in-time learning, actually launch a product, no excuses, just adapt to the market, know when to move on from a product, launch more products around a niche or niche or market, and build a brand, and then build an email list and social following that supports the brand, all right? So those are my nine top takeaways after doing 400 episodes. Now, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Uh, if you want to cut from here and, and, and end it, you're, you've, you've, got, uh, you've got nine big takeaways. But what I want to do here is I want to share with you, I want to share with you some of the top episodes that I think are worth going back and listening to again or just bringing the spotlight back on me. So I'm going to run through these. I'm going to give you guys all this in the show notes too. So theamazingseller.com 
forward slash 400. You can get all of these links that I'm going to be sharing here because I think these are these are awesome. Okay, so number one, and this is uh, one I did on episode 300. So this is episode 400. So 100 episodes ago. Um, it was a special rare episode, and uh, it was where I had Chris Schaefer interview me about my journey and kind of looking back on the path of success and how to leverage your strengths. So that's a big one. If you guys have not listened to that one, I would say listen to that one. It shows you that I am just a regular guy, a family guy um, who just went out there and made it happen because I wanted freedom. I wanted to be able to go to my kids' baseball games and basketball games and plays and be able to not have to worry about putting in time to take off. Like that was me and still me, okay? Episode 300, so that's a good one, okay? Then I wanna talk about some of my top, and then these are some of these are more recent because they're kind of top of mind, but there's a bunch more. And actually, I think I'm gonna do an episode where I take all of the top uh, interviews that I've done and just kind of group them all together and then I'll put them on its own post and, and in its own podcast. So this way here, it's easy to kind of to kind of reference back to, all right? But Episode 390, which was what, 10 episodes ago, the path to 750,000 in 12 months and failures along the way, big lessons learned. That was with Jeff Rogers. I met him at Seller Summit two years in a row. The first year he had launched, he, uh, he, he did good, but then he seen that there was a trend happening and he had to pivot and he had to kill that product and he did and then it was a good thing because then it, it moved him towards his new product, which is more detailed and a little bit more of a market and he's on track to do over $750,000 this year, okay? That's a good episode, guys. Really, really good. It, it really, it reiterates exactly what I just discussed here in the top nine lessons from that one episode. The other one is um, episode 386, How Seven Figure Brands Grow and Scale Plus Promotional Strategies. That was with Jason uh, Bear. He runs Fortune 500 companies. Uh, he daps all of the things that we teach. He does. And it's funny because a lot of his um, team members are listeners of the podcast because he gives them the episodes. Here, listen to this episode about optimization, okay? Uh, listen to this one about list, list building or contest or whatever. And then they go and listen. And he is just awesome with sharing all this stuff. And actually, I just had another episode recorded, which is going to be aired here in probably the next week or so. Um, and it was killer. We just did an update on Prime Day stuff and then even beyond that. Um, so really cool to be able to tap into seven figure brands and what they're doing and how simple it is really because they're doing exactly what we're doing just at scale. Okay. Um, the other one is, um, and I don't know how to pronounce his name fully, but I'm going to try Matei, I believe it is. And I don't have his last name here, but that was episode 381, zero sales to hundred K in 11 months plus outside traffic tips. That was another good episode. The other one is from Josh. Um, episode 374, how Josh turned a side hustle into 5K in 40 days and created a brand from scratch. That's a great one as well. Again, not huge numbers, but we need to start somewhere. And it's exactly how he did it. And he did it as a side hustle. Um, the other one that was good, and I met this guy at Seller Summit as well. He was a huge fan of the podcast. And he's he's a, a landscaper. And he talks about how he had a lot of failures until he finally hit the one that actually took off. And, uh, and I have here as the title, how a landscaper goes from zero to 500K in 12 months. And it's, a, it's truly an inspiring story. And I would recommend listening to that for sure. There's actually some good tips there as far as influencer marketing and stuff like that as well. So that's a, that's a really good one. Uh, episode 335, a student update. Challenges and growing pains after 100K a month on Amazon. So uh, this guy here, uh, Jared, is actually uh, someone that is one of our students, but also he's been to both 
the both of the uh, the breakthrough events. Um, and at the first one, he didn't even have a product going yet, and he was kind of lost, kind of confused. And then from there, he turned it around, got focused, kind of went back down and just started on what he needed to start and built it from there. He's actually got some really cool things coming up too that he's going to be actually helping some bigger brands um, as a consultant, like I talked about before, but he's still running a brand that's doing really well. Um, So that's a great one. Episode uh, 335. The other ones I want to mention here are for people that are just getting started. This is a good one, episode 362, um, and this was us highlighting our 1K Fast Track uh, students. Over $30,000 generated in the 1K Fast Track group in six weeks, um, plus your seven-day challenge. So that's a good one. If you're just starting, you're stuck, go listen to episode 362. Um, And then new launching plans. I get people that ask me that all the time. We did two episodes on this. Um, We did episode 356. How to compete in a saturated market on Amazon and win. And I got a lot of positive feedback. I got a ton of downloads on this episode, episode 356. And it's really the seven-step plan. And that is, again, I'll repeat that, how to compete in a saturated market on Amazon and win. And I had a lot of people say, Scott, it was awesome. I love that podcast episode. It's actionable stuff too, guys, like seven steps, boom, go do it and you'll have a brand set up and and you'll be driving towards that, uh, you know, that goal of building a brand presence. Um, Episode 357, how we launched and sold 154 units in five days and made money, exact steps. And we talk about our current launch strategy. This was one of our first launches in the new brand. We've done Gosh, about seven cents then. And actually, we had one that did even better than this. I think we did 223 units in less than a day. Um, and I'm going to be doing updates as far as that brand and everything. And uh, actually, in July, we had a great month. We hit over 35,000 in revenue. And we're doing about a 35, right now, we're doing about a 35 to a 38% margin on that. But we're rolling everything back into the business. So no profits being pulled at this point. We're just rolling everything back in. And we're really expecting fourth quarter to be huge. Um, So we'll see. And I'll give you guys an update on that. Work-life balance and mindset stuff. This was actually a really good episode. Episode 339. I had a listener reach out to me and go, Scott, I'm thinking about starting a podcast myself. I'm a huge listener, but mine's going to be more about life balance and, and, and mindset and that type of stuff. And I would love to interview you for my show. And I said, what I'd like to do is have you interview me for your show. But then what I'll do is I will also put it on my podcast and people can listen because you're going to be kind of pulling things from me. A little personal, actually, some personal stuff that he dug out. And uh, I got a lot of positive feedback on that, too. So it's a rare personal episode, and it is What's the Secrets to My Work-Life Balance and Being a Good Dad and Husband, episode 339. And then the other one that I want to highlight here, actually, there's two more. Episode 333, Top 3 Millionaire Mind Hacks and How to Apply Them to Yourself with my coach, Jamie Masters. And uh, Jamie was so kind to come on. She had coached me for about six months and not just about business, but about just balance and and what to focus on. And and because I struggle with that stuff too, guys, all the time. And I'm still working on that stuff all the time. I'm I'm in the personal development big time. And I think that it's always going to be something that you're going to want to be working on because it has a lot to do with being successful and also keeping yourself sane because being an entrepreneur, we're just all over the place. I think you would agree, but that's a great episode and she's just awesome. So definitely go check that one out. And the last one I want to share with you, which was actually the episode before this one, episode 399, 
How to Create a Successful Mindset That Allows You to Win with J.B. Glossinger, the morning coach, someone who I have become good friends with now. I just totally hit it off with him. He actually was introduced to me at Seller Summit. He's not an Amazon seller. He's not an FBA seller. He's a life coach and just someone that gets it. He understands business. He understands the entire package. And uh, I had him on to really break things down and I will be having him back on again for sure because I... I want to actually get him on because I get some coaching myself and then I can share it with you guys because this guy is is totally full of energy and when him and I get together, we, we start a fire because there's so much energy in the room. But uh, yeah, totally excited to share that with you guys. Um, so again, guys, if you didn't listen to that one, go back to 399. It was the episode before this one, which is episode 400. So um, guys, I'm just going to remind you, I want to be able to have you guys go over and tell me how the podcast has impacted your life in any way, how long you've been a listener, and also you can get entered into uh, our little giveaway here where I'm going to give two 30-minute coaching calls away, and uh, you can do that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash story, and uh, yeah, would love to be able to, uh, to hear that, all right? So definitely do that, and I'll be announcing that in a couple of weeks. Um, obviously after this airs, we'll give it a couple of weeks and then from there I'll pick a winner and I'll announce it and, uh, yeah, I'll announce it on Facebook and I'll probably announce it on an upcoming podcast too. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I want to do there. This episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 400, keeping it simple. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'm not going anywhere like this. This is something that I'm so passionate about now, especially that that you guys are giving me the energy, the oxygen to really uh, keep doing this because with you guys telling me that it's helping you or that it's, you know, it's changing lives, like that matters to me, all right? So I'm going to keep doing it as long as I continue to get that type of feedback and I get emails from people or I get private messages, whatever I get from you publicly, whatever that's telling me that this is making a difference for you, I will keep coming back. And if you guys have any suggestions of people that maybe I should have on the show or maybe that you want to see more of, let me know, okay? Because I am constantly listening and I want to be able to serve you. So that is going to wrap up this episode, but I'm going to leave you with, if you're, if you're interested, I'm going to leave you with some, uh, some conversations that we had at our TAS meetups. And these are public meetups that I announce when I'm going to a certain area, whether it's an event that I'm at or if I'm just going to be in town, um, I do these, these unofficial TAS meetups. So if you see one of these, uh, you're more than welcome to come totally free, but, uh, I actually have someone on my team, Jim, Jimmy, the shark, we call him. Uh, and he actually goes around with a microphone and talks to people that are there and asks them to talk a little bit about how they got started. Maybe as being a podcast listener, just giving you a little bit of an insight as far as where they're at and where they're going. And I think it's, it's inspiring. It's motivational to hear these, but then also to know that I truly want to hear from everyone. And I, try to do the best that I can to answer emails or Facebook or even just meet you in person. So I'm going to leave you with this, but I want to thank you. And I really do appreciate each and every one. I love all you guys. And I truly, I truly want you to succeed. And, uh, and I want you to tell me about it when you do succeed. All right. So uh, guys, that is going to wrap up me personally here, but I'm going to leave you with some of these conversations that we had with TAS listeners. But as always, I wouldn't want to not end officially where I remind you that I am here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. 
but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Hi, my name is Joe. I'm from San Diego, and I uh, heard about Scott in the summer of 2015, found his podcast, and uh, sounded interesting, but was a little skeptical, but the guy just put out so much content day after day after day. I felt like he was constantly in my ear, just like bugging me, take action, take action. And so uh, finally I did and uh, got a nice little business running now and uh, really thankful uh, for finding the business model and for finding Scott. Hi, I'm Trish and I've been uh, listening to Scott from like day one through my son and I work with my son, his, his name is West. And we live here in uh, Temecula, in uh, California. And how did you, and you heard from him? Yeah. And, and how is how has he made a difference in your guys' life to this point? Well, last year this time I was still working. Now I'm not. I'm working with him. Hey, uh, Sean Nugent uh, from New York City, living in Santa Monica, California. I've uh, been selling about a year on Amazon. I found Scott uh, on podcast number seven, and he lit the torch in my mind to take action and that this can be done. Um, launched a couple products starting last year, pivoted, learned, made mistakes, uh, took action, and uh, I landed a 20-foot container here uh, before Thanksgiving. Um, and it's uh, amazing, and I look forward to keep growing, expanding my business in the United States and into the UK uh, and Europe in 2017. Oh, hey, my name is uh, Jason Chan. I run the We Market Build e-commerce podcast and uh, eStoreCoaching.com. So I've been selling on uh, Amazon for two years, and I come across Scott through uh, podcast listening, um, and he made a difference where hey when I need an answer to something I look something up in the podcast and he'll he'll direct he speaks to that directly right you know if you have questions on uh, maybe uh, uh, incorporating or maybe someone hijacking your posting you know he has the answer so he's my kind of my go-to man when it, when it comes to finding answers on uh, Amazon Mike Galanti, I'm from San Diego right now. So basically, I was a, I had a business which I closed. Uh, it just didn't work out, and then I was contemplating what to do, and then I started selling online. Uh, I was I was kind of lost, didn't know exactly and where to go or what would be good. I started selling just regular products, and then I heard about of Scott. Actually, I was driving Uber, and. One passenger told me about uh, Scott, and I started listening to it, and I became addicted right away. And for me, uh, the broadcast means like everything because any information I need, I uh, I actually go to the broadcast and get answers right away. And it's just awesome to have a chance to be a part of a community. And I actually didn't find anything online that is even close to this. And I really appreciate everything that Scott and the team does. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, name is Wesley Steyer. Uh, I listen to Scott for quite some time now. And what he's been able to do for us is basically allowed us to get that gumption of, hey, just go for it. And uh, the biggest difference was actually traveling over to overseas into China. So that was a lot of fun. And learned a lot of new experiences being able to do that. 
Yeah, my name is uh, Adam Jacobson. I'm selling since March 2015. Um, I actually didn't know uh, Scott by then. So when I started, I just researched some, yeah, some groups and find more material, like find more place to learn how to do it. And in some point, I discovered the amazing seller group and I start follow it and it became the most uh, important group for me in terms of that's where I get the most like so one of the things I like in, in the amazing seller group which it, like you barely see someone try to sell something like you don't feel you, you know you can it's it gives me at least more confident in the group knowing it's not just about trying to sell me something but actually share information and most of the groups which are hundreds of groups out there you won't find it like they always try to sell something so if there's a post that's supposed to help you it's not it's 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 just undercover it's there to sell you something personally i don't like it i do use tools i do buy tools but i don't want it to be aggressive uh, marketed to me i want it to buy it because i find it helpful so and and, you, and and in many groups facebook groups you find actually just people trying to sell and not trying to help you develop and yeah on the way everyone trying to sell we try to sell some everyone tried to sell something but just that's not supposed to be the center of the thing um yeah that's that's so that's also why, why i like the amazing seller definitely Uh, this is Andy from LA, so I wanted to thank Scott for all the inspiration. I've uh, heard of the podcast a few months ago, went through all the episodes, and uh, I started to sell a few products on Amazon now, so very excited, and uh, thanks again, Scott. Hello, mate. It's uh, Steve Frost here from uh, California, originally from England. Uh, I'd just like to say, uh, great to meet uh, uh, Scott. Uh, fantastic guy uh, he, he's really made me uh, help me grow in uh, in life and uh, actually in my business uh, great guy can't say any more than that so there you go guys i just wanted to jump back in here and just say again thank you so much for everyone that i was able to meet at these live events or even just have a conversation through social media or an email and i just want to let you guys know that it means a lot to me uh, to know that uh, what I'm doing here is actually making an impact. And uh, as Steve just said there in the last little snippet, uh, you know, I'm here also hopefully uh, giving you a little bit more uh, of an outlook of life and not just business. Because in my, in my core and in my heart, it is all about doing what you love to do and enjoying life. And a business is just that vehicle to allow us to do that. So again, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much. It really does touch me and it really does make me feel as though what I'm doing here is making a difference. And as long as I continue to feel that, I will keep coming back. So as I always say, I already ended it before, but uh, just have an awesome, amazing day and, and really uh, take the time to think about what you're doing, figure out that why. And once you do, I'm telling you, you can go out there and do anything you want. All right. So we'll see you on the next episode.